Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia, and thank you for joining us this weekend. I have a fabulous guest with me, as he has introduced himself. We'll call him Mr. Arnab. Not that Arnab. Uh, you, if you have been a regular subscriber of our Mind Podcast, you'll know Arnab Ray. who goes by great bong on twitter author columnist uh, 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 uh and has probably the best the better take on 90s than even i do <laughs> but has written multiple books his uh, his books have been adapted into series and uh, i think most recently i think he had a series on hoi choi the platform that that just premiered a few months ago uh, so arnab now we can call you from author to celebrity author so <laughs> by the way it's on mx player also MX Player also dubbed in Hindi, but by the way, the fact that it's on MX Player, I don't endorse the other content on MX Player. <laughs> And neither do I watch it, by the way. Neri, <laughs> of course, but you do endorse your own show, so it's good. Yes, we'll be. Please watch it on MX Player if you don't know Bengali. It is dubbed in Hindi. And uh-huh. I think it is free also, so you don't have to. And and if you don't know Bengali, you can always contact Arnab. He's giving free lessons of Bengali in California. So, <laughs> but but uh, but he yeah. So thank you. And and he also has a podcast called the Attention Please Podcast. Uh, so, but the Mahabharata Murders is the name of the series. The name of the book, fantastic book. We've talked about it previously on Mind Podcast as well. It's one of our recommendations. So uh, thank you, Arnab, for coming in, and thank always you. great to have you. Thank you for having me. So, Arab, to kick things off here, uh, I, <laughs> it's been a fascinating week, and I want to ask you your perspective because I think we I, I, let's 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 take a bit of a you know rewind and start with what what happened what happened this week. The reason one of the reasons why Arab and I connected is we we I mean we have a bunch of topics that we discuss in the podcast. But I saw a, a piece that was written which quoted Arab and the center of the controversy is the whole Wire versus the Meta thing. So for people that don't know, Wire is a platform based in India, uh, leans leans towards the left and you know has is is no. Uh, doesn't hide that it takes on you know it opposes mr narendra modi and bjp and which is fine you know every post, every platform you know takes its thing but the reason i mentioned this specifically in this case is they had published a story something about that bjp's amit malavia had some access to some x check checker or some some sort of x check sorry program and um, and basically there was a Uh, post on instagram that was removed in 2 minutes and they alleged that it was done at the behest of the bjp now meta the company that owns facebook instagram they vehemently denied the charges and then wire pulls out a bunch of emails about some andy stone and so forth and then uh, people come out and say that the emails seem to be fake and then they quote two tech experts and then the tech experts themselves redact ke uh, you know one of them says they were not contacted i mean this it's such a big khichdi so then i think what wire did not expect was american tech media to actually start picking it up which they did and they published pieces and then wire is now conducting an internal review which somehow thinks that didn't they conduct that before they published the story but again not my platform not my place to comment so internal, internal review in this case means going to the third umpire where the third umpire is chakur rana <laughs> what a brilliant analogy so for people who don't know who shakur rana is uh, one of the 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 most like i mean jis umpire ko imran khan bhi bol chuka tha ki bhai ye to nahi chahiye pakistan ke matches mein look him up right so uh, read read more about shakur rana but so that's an in a nutshell of what happened and the piece that we saw i think it was i forget which platform it was published on but uh, it quoted arnab on it so uh, i want arnab's perspective on it and what do you think about this whole controversy so the platform that quoted me was the verge the verge I, yes yeah sorry yes so what so i do 90s bollywood and all of the twitter stuff is is on my free time what i do in real life is cyber security so that is i'm a phd in computer science i've been in the cyber security domain for almost close to 15 years so as part of that expose on and whenever i see expose i always think of that himesh movie by the same name unfortunately that word has been tarnished forever in my mind but huh, that doesn't have an e it's just expose <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have an e uh, and that is the expose actually it yeah. doesn't have an e so um 
And so what I had, so one, of course, I was following the whole, uh, I was hauling the whole controversy. One is because, of course, I have nothing better to do. And the other thing is, I'm in general interested in, um, let's say, anything which has a cybersecurity flavor, anything which has a fraud flavor in it. So one of my one of my side hobbies is watching these fraud buster videos on YouTube, where um, you know fraud fraud call centers in in mostly centered in Calcutta, by the way, are busted. Uh, so I, I usually love seeing how how fraud works. So in general, cybersecurity is kind of a subdomain of fraud, I would say, technical fraud, uh, which is why I've always liked it as a kind of like a a sucker for detective stories. It's like it's the only thing I can get which is close to law enforcement in my life. So that's why I took cybersecurity, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, so as part of this conversation, one yeah. of the things that uh, the Wire reporter mm. said was that he can conclusively prove. So again, he didn't say it explicitly, but for those of you who do, don't understand the technology behind it, it was strongly mm. it was strongly implied mm. that. Uh, they had solid technical proof using cryptography. And, and the reporter since has deactivated his Twitter account, I may yeah, add. He was apparently hacked also. So that's, Achha, that's what I So, uh, so that, that person said something which was, mm. which just doesn't make sense scientifically. There were two things mm. that, that I pointed out. Whether the fa first thing had nothing to do, well, the three things actually. First thing had nothing to do with cybersecurity. It was that the purported email that uh, this Mr. Stone wrote was written in Indian English. Okay, no, no native speaker in English talks like that. It is very, very Indian. So, but let's presume that this person, after being surrounded by Desis all his life, has suddenly picked up the Desi lingo. Let's presume that is also the case. So, okay, let's presume that. But two of the claims, one claim that they made was that they, so the claim claimed by Meta was that the email came from Facebook. And they said, we don't use the Facebook email anymore. So what, what this person did was sent an email to the Facebook address and said, well, the, the, it didn't bounce. And we have conclusive proof that it was read. So what I had said was that, first of all, there are, there are many things that you should caveat this, that when an email, act, email is deactivated, it's not mm -hmm. that you cannot receive email on it. There, there mm -hmm. could be a forwarding setup. It just mm -hmm. means you have you cannot send email from that account. So, for mm -hmm. instance, um, when I I was a PhD student in Stony Brook for many years, I had a forwarding address from my old graduate student email ID at cs.sunnysb.edu to my mm -hmm. Gmail ID Gmail. Mm -hmm. Even though I couldn't access my university email, of course I couldn't. I was no longer a student, but I had that setup. It was a courtesy that they provided. So, the fact that an email doesn't bounce doesn't prove anything. Okay, mm -hmm. but again. The reason why they write this, and this is what's important, is the 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 the, the reason why uh, we think that Ajnabi is about cybersecurity, right? As long as you, <laughs> so everything is planned. It's the password. Everything is planned. So and and Switzerland has and somebody mind has, mind you, everything is planned was how Wire ran this story also. So the, it was that level, right? It's that uh -huh. the moment people see somebody at a computer hacking in, they see that the thing that okay. Uh -huh. um, by the way, there's I, I have to take a detour here. One uh -huh. of the biggest, one of the biggest movie boo boos ever were apparently uh -huh. within um, Independence Day, right? Where uh -huh. um, the aliens come and uh, Goldblum basically uploads a virus. If you uh -huh. remember, correct. So, that was considered to be like, how can that happen, right? How can have, how can something like, how can we both be using the same computing platforms? But apparently I learned that in the movie, there was a scene which they cut out where they explained that, where one of the scientists said that our entire computer technology was basically stolen from their plane, which landed before. So everything we have is basically theirs, what they could understand from their technology. Now, if you say that, it totally makes sense. But somehow somebody decided to cut that away because after all, who cares? Anyway, <laughs> so coming back to this, so my point was that whenever the second thing which I pointed out was they were trying to show that some, and I'm not getting into the details of it, but they were trying to show that something tied the email to Mr. Stone. And I was saying, no, it merely tied it to the domain. There is no way there are other technologies which 
tie it to a particular person called absolutely it doesn't mm. tie it to that particular it ties it to the particular domain so this is exactly what the verge carried it didn't carry mm. my indian english thing but it carried mm. this part because this is the, this is the scientific thing right so that was my involvement and the main problem and the, the larger issue is this when it comes to tech journalism or when it comes to mm. anything tech see most mm. people don't understand what is being said like mm. i don't understand so i'm not saying this is i'm not pointing fingers at me i could only understand because this was about something which i do for a daily living i read so many tech or science articles about covid on which mm. i of the last two years which i knew nothing zero it was yeah. just my parsing of that guy parsing something else it's like huh. a game of, yeah. of chinese whispers i don't know if you can say that anymore but 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 but, but that that was the thing so i can't understand so i either get very alarmed or my mind just glazes over and I say what they, whatever they're saying must be true because it's written in new yorker or it's written in new york times so this is this is to me is the more concerning thing that one thing <clears throat> is opinion right we mm. when we turn on republic tv we know what kind of opinion we are going to get if you don't mm. know then you are the sucker really you can't mm. say that i turned on the tv and I, oh i thought this was an independent channel then you haven't done your due diligence but mm. when you are reading something i'm not saying that wires opinion pieces are like that but when you're reading something which apparently comes across using the facade of science which it isn't Hmm. that to me is really dangerous no and this is confirmation bias taken to another level right because this is not just confirmation bias this is you looking for bias uh, confirmation of something theory you have theorized using your bias right and you are not quoting actual sources right you, you are so okay confirmation so i'll i'll just come to come come to a point and I, this is why i want to expand just wanted to add a point here right there is one thing that you go for five opeds that are actually you know sort of leaning to your ideology and use that right which is confirmation bias this is there are no opeds you are actually for looking for a source who claims who has seen those opeds it's the strangest thing ever sorry ha huh, go ahead and i didn't mean to no, that that's another thing i mean that part where the the where the reporter says that these people have confirmed this and they said no we've never mm-hmm. um, of course because their because their credibility is <laughs> on the line too so they said this is yeah this is right so nobody in the right mind would say that it it, it is right but hmm. overall i think the for me the alarming thing was that and it's not that i don't understand really i mean I totally understand that the way media is nowadays this is what people have to do in order to basically run their business unfortunately hmm. because you're basically catering to people who are looking for you to confirm their biases since hmm. since you talked about confirmation bias that's yeah. the business model you have to show me you have to provide me something which confirms my bias and makes me happy like so actually you you, you bring happy. you bring this to a fantastic point because at the heart of it is this all these you know fact checker subscription driven models and portals like that right so there's wire and there's news laundry and there's you know all these portals what what has annoyed me the most is say news laundry started off in 2012 you people like you and i have been on twitter for a long time we know the kind of positions it took we knew the kind of things it took right and i'm not pointing fingers here what has happened unfortunately is a lot of these portals were supposedly taking on the big boy which is the you know times of india's indian expresses of the world ultimately there almost was an unwritten rule that a lot of these if portals if they are ideological if they are online portals they don't take on each other so if the wire messes up till shit actually hit the fan probably shit actually hit the fan on twitter and people called it out none of these portals were actually face you know featuring articles otherwise typically they would have ran with this wire report oh wire got this brilliant report that uh, you know bjp is colluding with meta you know what i mean right so there has unfortunately there has become a online sort of cabal the same way when there was uh, which is even worse then the big media cabal because the online cabal seems says that we are actually taking on big media and which they are not so you you're right so it's just a matter of scale right so it's just a matter of business model so yeah. i i i tend to not look at these in terms of people and biases and more in terms of why people do these things of course so yeah. in in 2010 or 2012 when the whole radio tapes happened <laughs> none of none of ndtv's rivals at that point of time huh. um did anything or said anything there was mm-hmm. almost a conspiracy of silence 
Hmm. Now it changed. So over the hmm. years, what happened is Arnav Goswami basically broke that contract of silence. I think hmm. there was also a personal aspect in Arnav Goswami's tirade against hmm. his ex-friends. So hmm. I think there is a Saudagar thing going on, which I would love to make it Saudagar too with Rajdeep and Arnav Goswami um, <laughs> on both sides. But, uh, but, but who will play Anupam Kher? <laughs> I, I want to know who will play Amrish Puri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going like this. I, so I, but, but, Unfortunately, I don't have enough hair to do that. But yeah, sorry, go on. But the thing is that see, they, 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 they were similarly silent about each other. But then mm. what happened, I think, is based on certain long-standing personal animus, which I think doesn't exist. Mm. This good doesn't exist among the quote unquote new media guys so far. That that this this contract was broken. And once he was the first person who bought out the clause, like really went after them. Arnav. Mm. Now, whether it was a business thing or personal thing, it was a combination of both. After that, obviously, if one person keeps on going after you, at that point of time, the other person will also fire back. And I honestly feel, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I don't like to say anything good about Rajdeep ever, but in terms of Rajdeep versus Arnab, Rajdeep is kind of all, I think has taken the higher moral ground, in my opinion, than, than Arnab, at no. least on this. I, 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 I will say, tell you one thing positive about Rajdeep, one thing that I've disagreed with him, like I disagreed with him two days ago. He still hasn't blocked me on it. He actually continues, uh, but uh, he doesn't, he, he, he He'd block me and unblock me. I have no, no idea why. I opposed him so many times. Elections, he does well. Like on election dance, day, unfortunately, scene. yes. Uh, uh, I, ha, no, dance, nahi, bhai, no, no. So, last five years' elections have been horrible, but usse pehle, the whole Pranoy Roy form of elections, the, the American said, where you only focus on the numbers and get the idea, Rajdeep used to do a little bit better than uh, the others do. Unfortunately, Abhito India, mein, no one does elections well. Like it's like one one place appears like a battlefield where everyone is shouting. One place appears NDTV studio appears like a retirement community home center where all these uncles who are above seventy are sipping their chai and be like, "Desh ki halat kya ho gayi hai?" You know, and now they've added for variety. They've added N Ram also. So I'm like, it's like really sad to watch. So I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. So I think online portals are the way to go. Humble plugs for all us, all of our podcasters and so on. But you know, jokes apart, coming coming back, uh, coming back to this, you're right. There was a conspiracy of silence on here already, and and Barkha actually, people talked about Barkha and stuff. But a lot of people, except for headlines today, doing this podcast uh, broadcast with Veer Sangvi, where they did a one-on-one, right? Uh, the print journalists were not. M.K. Venu ki to koi baag bhi nahi karta, who is actually one of the founders of Bayer. M.K. Venu was like the, <clears throat> the Deepak Tijori of the whole thing. <laughs> every scene, but nobody noticed him and nothing yeah. happened to him. Uh, that's true. Actually, he probably had more success than Deepak Tijori. But I, uh, Veer, might, Veer and others might be more offended by now asking ke, who is Rahul Roy in this. But, He's only <clears throat> Rahul Roy, of course. <laughs> but... <laughs> but but you know jokes apart coming 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 to the whole crux of the whole wire versus meta thing ultimately i think wire got you know you, sunlight is the best disinfectant as they say and they couldn't take it so now they're doing this internal inquiry let i think to, we have not heard anything in the last four or five days from the wire and they are still asking for money <clears throat> it will be folks they have to see the, the whole thing <clears throat> there is there is this uh news laundry says this right that mm. you know you pay to keep keep news free. I have a fundamental problem with this. This, this it's the, the logical fallacy is immediately obvious here, right? Mm-hmm. Take you 30 seconds to get the logical fallacy. Is that mm-hmm. somebody always has to pay, right? So the moment you said they so their thing is corporations pay, we serve the corporations, you pay, we serve you. No, you don't serve me. You can't serve me because you don't know what it means to serve me. Your mm. thing should be, I tell you the truth. It's not that you serve me. The moment you serve me, you will serve my biases. Exactly mm. in the same way that you cannot expect corporate media to actually focus on the people who pay them, which is to mm. bust their biases. So that's why yeah. corporate media will always <clears throat> give you the truth that 
does not offend their advertisers because that is exactly what they want to do no and similarly this new age will never do something which offends their paying subscribers yeah absolutely their comrades huh so see there there will always be a vast number i i read long ago that many a significant portion of fox news's um watchers are hate watchers so mm. they watch it because they hate it mm. so hate watchers are there to everybody wants hate watchers republic mm. tv wants hate watchers hate watchers are important because hate watchers are also a customer right mm. they're the anti of the person that they're trying to serve absolutely now the hate watcher if you have a rational thing if i come to watch you and i find that i'm not disagreeing with you or i can't demonize you mm. at that point of time my fun is lost it's mm. like it's like when i used to watch india pakistan and i there was this video of yunus khan i don't know if you've ever seen this mm. but yunus khan running off up there was a he when there was a video of yunus khan at at a store mm. selling photography services huh yes so he has a business in which like in those days where you know people used to go and develop like ha ah, wo film negative wagaire ha so there is a guy who shouting at yunus khan and yunus khan is like trying to say that you know, some some photographs have not been delivered or ruined or whatever and when i saw that i actually felt terrible for him I felt man mm. this guy is a, this guy is you know there, there is a captain yeah in india going and shouting at dhoni or going a photo de mere ko somebody in india yeah i mean for god's sake that man has 10000 runs in test yes. cricket how many people in the world have it? forget dhoni even a munaf patel like, would anybody say anything other than sir or kurvil or anything to that guy like they would be like this to him. so when i saw that i felt really bad for him but this is not what i want to feel like i don't want to go and feel bad for father <laughs> so this this kind of busts my bias right i go there to see shoaib akhtar saying the latest terrible thing about india right? that is that, that is what shoaib akhtar's channel runs on i shoaib akhtar start saying rational things then it is not fun anymore Right? Uh-huh. I, I will not go to Bangla cricket to read the comments if they suddenly start having like very you know, <clears throat> or no, no, Cricket Info's comment section. Cricket Info's comment: the minute India they ban India and Pakistan fans having a go at each other, no one will actually go and comment on Cricket Info. It is exactly. only so, conflict, conflict <laughs> and extreme opinions. That is what people want. So the main problem with Wire, and I was going to write something like again, lazy, haven't written, is that Wire. The 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 wire's real fault isn't the bad reporting. The mm. wire's real fault is that they let their paying audience down by giving them something which they are ashamed of now. That is the <laughs> biggest failure. See, I come to you to have to, there is a suspension of disbelief, right? Whenever I want to go and see a movie, it is the it is the that is why special effects have to be a certain level. I know that. there are no dragons in game of mm. thrones there are no dragons in the real world so you have to set up these rules which i'm yeah. then which i'm then going to believe i'm not going to say oh why is there a dragon <clears throat> flying in the sky right? yeah. but if suddenly at the end one of the characters like denerys goes crazy then mm. i get mad because the internal logic is spoiled that's bad storytelling so that's yeah. really what why they're guilty of. and ultimately so you know there is someone there is a podcaster from the left amit verma whom you know i disagreed with on many things but he wrote this very interesting piece where he said that people are choosing tribalism over principles which is why you know people were initially supporting wire people on the left are choosing to be more <clears throat> loyal to wire and you know portals rather than talking about ki whether this story is good or bad right no, he and, will always support tribalism this is there's nothing unique No, no, no. I, no, no, no. But he was not talking about people that isn't subscribers. He, they were talking about fellow journalists. And I'm like, boy, but fellow journalists have always done that. The fact is, you are only seeing it now because you are choosing to see it. Any human being, and this huh. is my opinion, any human being, and this is, this is wired into us, <laughs> has to be tribal. And yeah. And there's, I can, it would take me hours to explain this, but it basically comes to. it all comes down to something called the prisoner's dilemma hmm. so our whole notion of empathy our whole notion of that tribalism that i will support you no matter what hmm. even though i mean i will convince myself that you are right and i will feel personally injured if hmm. 
you are proven to be bad i mean it's, it's it doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. no but why, you, would, why would i fight for saurav ganguly online huh. when saurav ganguly wouldn't walk, wouldn't stop if he saw me dying on the street right why hmm. would i why would i get into a personal battle on with another person who might care for me over saurav <clears> ganguly <throat> who wouldn't that is the there's there's a lot to be said for why the human mind works like that this is fantasy this is why i love having a podcaster on arnab and i were talking and we i said that my next topic would be t20 world cup he's already given me three segways he's given me shoaib akhtar india versus pakistan and saurav ganguly to segway into cricket which we will in a couple of minutes but no you're absolutely right you know that 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 is that that is that ownership you get you know that from coming comes from the tribal mindset i have to you know tell you a funny thing so when the india china doklam conflict was happening happening um was it i think during doklam and ram was not saying anything he was conspicuously quiet like i mean short of food recipes he was tweeting every day but you know he doesn't take on china it's a well known fact so i one day i was very bored in life and but i'd been analyzing this but i i don't waste time on that i don't like four or five tweets um tagging enram and they went pretty viral ki why why is the chairman of hindu who, who a publication group who claims to be a journalist not having a single position on the biggest conflict that's happening in india and then enram uh, about uh, uh, blocks me on twitter promptly and hour later issues this absolute bullshit statement which reiterates the position of all, both the external affairs ministers and still refuses to condemn china in those four tweets and i'm like this is unbelievable like but that is what ideological tri- ideological tribal mindset is that you wired yourself so close to you know to use the term wired and certain ideologies what you believe in that you feel like anything else you should you know come it comes with the context and stuff and um, the sad part is right now since as we're moving into sports the journalists are talking with the mindset of sports commentators and sports commentators these days are talking with mindsets of journalists because they don't want to take on the board that is employing them or giving them and they don't want to take on icc they don't want to take on uh, franchise league tournaments so cricket commentary has become this bizarre thing where just no one is taking any positions of yeah, any issue can criticize right they can, nobody can criticize the only person who criticizes i think is sanjay manjrekar and you know he criticized ravindra jadeja and look what happened to him uh, so or harsha uh, bhogle harsha bhogle poor thing was giving a nuanced take the 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 most inoffensive of guys i don't i don't i can't think of one hard solid position he's ever take well bengalis used to call him anti ganguly at one point of time bye bye no but but that that is uh, any time at that time who was pro sachin was equal to anti ganguly right well, and, he was, and he was he was very pro azharuddin at that point of time oh and because he's written a book na azhar and and things hyderabad and the bombay connection but but harsha ka what interesting hai that that whole bcc i think actually has served him well because now on crickbuzz and on then he is taking positions he was on great cricketer he actually took a position on virat kohli and things like that so i think the uh, harsha bogle i think has now sort of realized this position that the bcc i cannot do what they did to him again in 2016 without pissing off a lot of people because quite frankly all the other commentators suck yeah i i i think they do but i think they suck because they are not allowed to they're, huh. not, they're not allowed to say anything um that is that is even moderately controversial i mean there are, there, there are many things which i think one is of course the whole political correctness and everything that that has to happen so people are very conscious of what yeah, they yeah. i think vinay got into some trouble right uh with something uh, that he said and he was so, sunil gavaskar the whole thing with anushka right. sharma exactly so so they they obviously have, i mean again when you're on live commentary you always so uh, it's tough right first of all many of them at least indians are not native speakers in english that's one thing second is they having to parse you know cricket third they have to make it interesting fourth they have to cater to a wide level of you know audience backgrounds many people are not interested in the technical parts of the game at all and but, want masala but that annoys me so right in in australia there is the fox sports which is a jingoism masala commentary right where it's like ah bra bra you know and then you have channel 7 which is the more nuanced take right in in england too you have sky sports and the bbc that does the highlights or the tms that does the radio in us you have uh, 
in you know multiple language commentary if you listen to the english commentary and if you listen to the spanish commentary the spanish commentary is always more charged up right they have the goal you know all that and it's fun so i think in cricket we can afford to do that and and i've i've ranted about this that i agree that a lot of our commentators are not native english speakers that's fine you have to only keep them in hindi boxes right like it's not wrong for them to speak hindi bengali gujarati kannada whatever native language they are but if you are doing a world feed that you are trying to say make a world class sport you have to have the best in the world and i just find it crazy that our panelists lately are deep das gupta murli karthik anjum chopra like for our games i mean you know and 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 and, and Mur- i mean uh, murli karthik to matlab i think that man deserves a you know commentary ratna award because um, who was it jaspreet bumrah got man of the match and he's like <laughs> jaspreet jassi jassi koi nahi to kya lagta you know things like that and i'm like really no, but, but, but again i i would not blame them i would say that <laughs> okay so when when i started watching commentary it was in mm. the 80s mm. after my age i was a little boy you see commentary was essentially radio commentary correct it was, it was like mm. basically describing what was going on which mm. was strange because you could see what was going on right and the only person who was like narottam puri narottam puri was obsession on statistics huh. there were some people who the hindi commentary was kind of a little dramatic ha sushil doshi yes yes so there was like benjamin was pronounced as benjamin ben- and <laughs> was pronounced as henes henes Or, and I remember this. Or ye jabar das dhaka. Whenever India used to come on, you turn on the television. India batting. Or ye jabar das dhaka. Before the cathode ray, you warmed up. I heard that. I knew what I was going to see. That was uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so uh, this. But the, the best commentator was Pataudi. Pataudi virtually never spoke. He there was like they would try to make him speak. He would not say anything. and he would only say when he had something intelligent to say otherwise he wouldn't talk at all it was sometimes very difficult because you sit they would focus the camera on him he would sit with his like absolutely expressionless face and uh-huh. these guys would be like he's the expert commentator so, so cricket should either be like that where the guy speaks the first is people have to fill up the empty space so the other other end of the spectrum was charu sharma his ability no. to continuously talk without saying anything of any importance it was amazing that he was continuously speaking but there was absolutely all noise no signal hmm. uh, so for me commentary good commentary and there are some people who i like i think that they have to dumb down their commentary now that that is my so, main problem so there is there is this, and i'll tell you uh, in england australia ki ashes chal rahi thi last year right and there was this period where johnny bearson ben stokes or someone played out eight medians eight maidens in a row like it was it was to a point where it was getting very boring and stuff and then the I and mean, david gower was on the british side right so he was you know very subtly talking and stuff like that then then they score one run of the ninth over and david gower just doesn't say anything expensive over one whole run from it and the score and then he ends right very subtly he put the point across right now agar uh, and the opposite side is when you know late shane won when he was uh, thing he did a poll on pizza right like he, agar game, the game is drifting away right how to catch the audience in you you started talking about pizza and he's like you like this kind of pizza and stuff like that and both are legitimate ways to doing it our problem on the indian side is we do neither we we try to go somewhere in the middle where we have to keep talking but we cannot talk about anything else or something like that like i have never seen an indian commentator probably talking you know spending uh 30 minutes talking about like you know food or something like that or no, like I, I, culture I, I, I have there was this 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 viral clip of ganguly and david right at one ha no no, no they they did david yeah yeah but underbold me and david said because you don't ha. work on your fitness a little bit i would have you were a good bowler but your fitness wasn't up so i i will say that was fantastic when ganguly david went into the commentary box right but they were on espn star sports and those tours were tours to england and australia so they were not commentating in bcci series when they would say this yeah. my problem is with the home commentary but That's but arunlal and everything ha wo to matlab lakshman shivarama krishnan so <laughs> but but going to that segue to the t20 world cup right what do you think about the t20 world cup what acha guys big big thing this is being recorded before the india pakistan match so agar aap if you listen to this podcast after the match don't troll us saying what did you say match hai to ye hua wo hua. we don't know what's going to happen all we know is new zealand absolutely thrashed and i believe 
thrashed Australia today. They thrashed them worse than England beat Afghanistan. That's how bad Australia's loss was. And I honestly don't see them going to the semi-finals, at least after this. What do you think? I'm not, again, I don't know, but but New Zealand, like, I don't think, again, I don't think it will happen every day. That opening that pin, um, that, no, I, I yes, no, I agree. But I'm like saying in general, Australia, yeah, unreal shots. Absolutely, there were like, there were like shots you see in para cricket. Right, the guy comes in bowling underhand, but he, like he was not even looking at the ball. So the, either Finn is like amazing and he's this is the way he's going to play, or what's going to happen is Finn is going to join Kolkata Knight Riders. <laughs> Isn't it? I think he's in Mumbai Indians, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, now. he's in Mumbai Indians. Okay, then then we are in real trouble. Now. Yeah, then we are in real trouble because. Or hold on, no, no, I take that back. I think he's in RCB. <laughs> he's not, okay, then he's gone also. Okay, all right. So so he's dead. But he will be, or, or or he will become like Chris Gale, but RCB still will not win the cup. But, <laughs> yeah. But, but but the fact I. Uh, but but Mumbai, by the way, has made some good purchases. I said it last time, and I think their purchases are like Tim David. You can see it it happening. And yeah. So, um, but coming back to what you said, um, yeah. I, I but I I'm not. I, I wouldn't count Australia out yet based on one game, but mm-hmm. it gave me this strong deja vu of the 1991 World Cup in Australia, where Australia lost the first game and they were went in as favorites, and then they they were eliminated. They didn't make it. They were, they were, they Absolutely. Were that was Martin Crove who pretty much and Mark great batch. And Finn Allen played a great batch of innings. Because yeah, it's, it's, when it's people saw... Kind of, it's that kind of innings which you, you could obviously see the Australians were not prepared for it. Nowadays, most of the bowlers, you can understand that because of extensive analysis, they bowl in a very targeted, strategic way. Especially bowlers like Hazelwood. Right? They're, they're very good bowlers. So the reason why I think that Dhoni's preference for bowlers when he selects them is people who execute on a plan. He is perfectly fine if you execute on the plan and then you get thrashed. But if you cannot execute on the plan, that you don't have the skills to execute on a plan that's given to you, that is for a software developer, I give you the requirements and you can't write code to those requirements. I'm not saying think of the requirements yourself. I'm giving you very detailed requirements. Just write the goddamn C code for that. If you can't Absolutely. do that, then, I, then you're not a player in Dhoni's eyes. Or I, whatever you do, your hardware, you know, your basically operating system screws up. At this point, there's nothing I, you can do. Well, Hazelwood is one of those guys, right? Amazing improvement in his bowling. Mm-hmm. He was he was like not even in Australia's T20 plans. And now he's like the top number one T20 bowler in the world. Um, so when he gets thrashed like that in on a cloudy day, on an Australian pitch, it says, and where there has been rain, like Sydney yeah. has had a lot of rain. I, I mean, so I play fantasy. I went in looking at, oh my God, it's cloudy. They have won the toss. Let's put the three paces in into my team. Of course, you know exactly what happened. So one thing I have to tell you before we get into India-Pakistan that because that I want to end with India-Pakistan. We want to talk about the other teams and then go to India-Pakistan. Um, I I did a podcast with Kushal Mehra uh, a couple of weeks or last week, I think, where we previewed the World Cup and people asked me and I was like, I told them that I wouldn't be surprised if West Indies gets knocked out very early. Because, you know, the team has been a disaster and it's been, for want of a better word, an absolute cluster. You and know, people missing their flight. Missing flights. Uh-huh. No, no, he missed his flight twice. So I said, missed his flight. So someone actually wrote a super chat saying, sir, he missed it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Once some family issue and second time, I'm like, are you kidding me? I I don't know what it is. Hitmeyer is very... Very high is all I can say. Uh-huh. <laughs> like uh, but but uh, Russell is not there. Narayan is not there. And you know West Indies. Um, West Indies. Ke, uh, so when you know you have this Shekhar Guptas and Rajdeep's of the world. Like when they talk about West Indies. right? A lot of them have seen cricket in the 70s. When West Indies was Roman. So they will talk the about West Indies. The same way they talk about Punjab. Whenever there is an election. The, oh my Punjab. What has happened to you? This what and this. And I do lament for Punjab and stuff. But. There are also real issues why this happened. Similarly for West Indies, 
I'm sad that the team is not doing how it will but it's never going to go back to Clive Lloyd's just like Australia is never going to go back to Steve Waugh's Invincibles it will be a different version of it right tab T20 nahi tha and West Indies has this brilliant sort of um, talent which 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 actually performs very well individually but as a team i don't know they have the same problem as india has at the top where rohit sharma kl rahul and virat kohli play excellent when they have a dasher on the other side but they instead of having a dasher we put three of them and they all three strike at 130 that's not how it works right so west indies has five players all who are trying to strike at 200 तो वो कभी हो ही नहीं सकता राइट दैट्स व्हाई यू हैड द कलैप्स इन द फर्स्ट गेम एंड सो फॉर्थ सो आई दिस इज दिस इज एन इंपेंडिंग डिजास्टर एंड टिल वेस्ट इंडीज क्रिकेट गेट्स मनी एंड स्टफ एंड फाइंड्स अ वे टू मेक मनी वी आई डोंट सी दैट हैपनिंग एंड क्वाइट फ्रैंकली दिस इज गोइंग टू बी अ वेरी अनपॉपुलर थिंग टू से आई थिंक इंडियन ब्रॉडकास्टर्स नीड टू गेट देयर हेड आउट ऑफ वेस्ट इंडीज क्रिकेट वेयर दे आर दे आर फोर्सिंग देम टू प्ले वन मैच एट 10:00 इन द मॉर्निंग टू सो दैट इन पीपल इन इंडिया कैन वॉच द सीपीएल I am like this is ridiculous. कभी ऐसा कहीं पे भी देखा है that ten o'clock you have a local time game at ten o'clock. You I mean Arnab you watch NFL on and off right? We, I don't. We, oh, you don't okay. So if, I mean if you one of the things in NFL over here in America is I, I watch NFL that NFL uh, there are a few games in London right? So those London games in America are telecast at eight thirty in the morning America time Central time which is six thirty in the morning Pacific time. Now they can actually telecast it at ten or twelve Pacific time, but that would mean like about ten PM London time. And they what they cater to is the local people. Ke make sure the stadium is full. So similarly for West Indies cricket, I hope the Indian broadcasters actually give them the breathing space. Ke they do. Do you know during COVID they were having their finals at nine thirty in the morning for IP their version of IPL. I mean, can you imagine an IPL final at ten in the morning? So first of all, I think one of the reasons for CPL, if you see, the, the owners are all Indians now, like all the yeah. IPL franchises own, own. So they are basically extensions of the IPL franchise. Now, Absolutely. with respect to West Indies cricket, the the thing that is that if you look at the first West Indies star was a guy called Lady Constantine, mm-hmm. um, in the forties. Mm-hmm. So when like Lady Constantine was essentially, if you read about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like some grainy footage of him. He was essentially like a Andre Russell of those mm-hmm. days. Like he mm-hmm. was Andre Russell at his best. Is that absolute fast bowling, hard hitting? He could feel like he he would bowl as a pacer and then go field the ball and cover. So he was that mm-hmm. fast. So mm-hmm. obviously in those days the notion of fielding was different, but it was like way beyond what anybody had ever seen in terms of mm-hmm. athleticism. Mm-hmm. so but west indies never truly won uh, they were never really the force that mm. they became in the middle even mm. though they had by far perhaps the most talented individual performers in world cricket so this is not mm. a new thing about west indies what happened was that and there are books written about it is that in kind of the late 60s driven by a notion which was driven by south africa and racism and that they kind of united because there are multiple countries right it it the west indies team is like if india pakistan sri lanka and bangladesh put together a team how do you think that team would consistently play terribly right that's exactly what that team is it is it is made up of different countries but yeah. frank but orel and the three w's they brought together this kind of idea of india the idea of west indies so they created a cohesive unit they said look individually we as countries can't stand up but as a but if we kind of unite as an island we can so that led to the great west indies that rajdeep sardesai based on i'm pretty sure his father's memory of yeah. in west indies at their best in the 71 series where he was a standout star the lip sardesai mm-hmm. is that that is the west indies they see but now that, that thing that united them is kind of no longer there anymore so they've mm. kind of evolved into this set of mercenaries right that's what they are as i once said they're basically a paid they're basically a, a collection of very highly paid consultants so mm. there's one guy from boston consulting one 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 guy from mckinsey extremely expensive talent but you can't put them together and just expect them to perform because they mm. and also i think they have made a terrible decision the only person in the last few years who i felt could have united them could have been a was holder mm. but they yes, holder. and then they kicked him out 
And so they kind of look at Chiron Pollard, absolutely ineffectual guy, it's tremendously selfish person. And you know, you, you have that as a captain, the entire the entire culture goes to hell. Whatever Holder did is gone now. Mm. There was a slight revival under Holder. Even Darren Sammy, who obviously is we I love to make fun of Darren Sammy because mm. he's a typical software VP in the sense that he bats after he doesn't bowl and bats after in number eight. But mm. He had that thing, which whatever it is, that leadership which got them together. Now it was terrible. I mean, Nicholas Poonan is absolutely ineffective. Mm, absolutely. And, and, and they need that, that They need that cohesion. But so, I mean, I'm, this is not surprising. So moving on to the last four teams, I think before we talk to India, about India and Pakistan in the end, um, what are your four teams to be make out and what do you think of England? With, because uh, Ben Stokes is fast becoming their Shahid Afridi, where he keeps retiring and coming back. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I, hmm. I, Ben Stokes, I always felt has kind of been... See, the thing with England is that hmm. English cricket, and if you read the books written about English cricket in the 80s, there was always this tension between hmm. the, the Graham Gooch types Mm. and the Jan Botham types. Mm, mm, so, mm. English cricket has always been run in a very staid, very, very rigid English way. So, mm. if you deviate a little bit, you are kicked out. So, the problem with Jan Botham was exactly that. That somebody like, so, there was this famous incident with say, David Gower and Jan Botham. Mm. Where two mm. people who they couldn't manage because mm. they were very un-English in their mm. outlook to life, in their cricket and everything right so, so mike brearley was considered to because mike brearley was a guy who could work with so the thing about mike brearley if you so mike brearley was the quintessential british gentleman but he, he could basically bridge the gap between mm. the gooches and the bothams so he mm. could sit in between and he could manage that was mike brearley's genius now i think that obviously england has changed over the years mm. and but you still had that problem with kevin peterson so Pete, mm. they have a problem with certain kinds of individuals. They have a problem with Alex Hills, for instance, who mm. has been kind of been banned for many years. He's recently come back. So I think Ben Stokes is is a problem is somebody who they find difficult to manage because unlike Indian cricket, where cricketers, if you're a star, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Virat Kohli mm. at one point of time just could do whatever he want. Install his mm. stooge as the coach, fine, you'll do it. British cricket still doesn't allow you to do that. So when mm. you have a star like, like let's say, Ben Stokes, who's a star, definitely is a star, and he knows that he's a star, and he maintains that star aura about him. Yeah. That same thing with Peterson. That's where you get into this kind of personality problem. Also, Ben Stokes, I think I'm not sure, but Ben Stokes, great player, but he's not mentally very strong. And, so I think that that's why you find Marlon Samuels gets into him because you know those guys they realize that this guy can be bully. So, so uh, and you're right about the stars, right? Because again, England has had a very few stars. Botham, Flintoff, Peterson, Ben Stokes. Yeah, but very Flintoff few stars. can't be bullied. You see, that's a different. Yeah, Flintoff can't be. Neither could Peterson or Botham. Yeah, right. No, so I was coming. So Ben Stokes is a different different one, right? At so Flintoff ka ekhi corollary tha Australia mein. Who was Shane Warne? Shane yes, Warne. Yes. Shane, and I, I mean, had a very terrible relationship with the British, with the English board because he was oh, exactly. Yes, and player. Shane Warne, same thing. I mean, he yes. was never made the captain of Australia because he, you know, the board hated him Shane to Warne be the leader. Shane Warne was, in England, he possibly would have never played if he was in yeah. England. Australia I don't has even a high tolerance, but. Huh? I don't even think he could have played in like uh, in India also. Like in most countries, he probably wouldn't have played the long career because Vaughn ka ye tha ki Vaughn was the best, and his arrogance came from the fact that he knew he was the best. And he was he was a very so the fact is Vaughn is a, I mean this entire aura of Vaughn right is is that he's a person who's like a he's like a rock star. I mean, he's a rock star. He's, he is. He's, he's see you can't hire a rock star. When people say, I want to hire a rock star, you really don't want a rock star in your corporate environment. If you really <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so he was that. And it's good that he was able to play in Australia. But the thing about Shane Warren, is that the, he, like Dhoni, he's a guy who 
is just successful. He was, we have to mention, to use the past tense for him, unfortunately, now, but he was a guy who was just, came to Rajasthan, won it for them. He's that kind of a guy. He just get, whenever he used to come on to bowl, it was, he would get the wicket, you know, the World Cup game. He would just change the game. Not anybody else could do it. Australia had a super, other 10 guys were also awesome, but they could beat bad opposition down into submission. Yeah. Shane Warne was the guy you brought in when the opposition was had the upper hand, which is why Shane Warne, the, their defeat in India was, Tendulkar took that thing out. Yeah. He took their last card out, which was Shane Warne. That was the reason why they used to lose. And, and and so and Ian Chappell, you know, whose commentary I absolutely admire, had this wonderful thing to say. He's like, when after the series, uh, uh, Shane Warne came to me and he's like, did I bowl badly? He's like, no, mate, you didn't. It was just bloody good batting. And he's like, what Tendulkar did was he went to Ravi Shastri and asked him. This is when Ravi Shastri was doing great commentary and doing coaching on the side, not the other way now. Uh, but he asked Ravi Shastri that, how do you play one? And Ravi Shastri said, I played him because I'm tall and I could defend him, you know, come basically a foot ahead and defend. You can't do that because you are essentially a foot shorter than me. So what you do is you have to attack him, your option. So that's when he brought Lakshman Shivram Krishnan, scuffed up the wicket and told him to bowl leg spinners in Chepok and boss if you want to go back to when Tendulkar won the game against one it's not in Chennai it is in the tour game that happened in Mumbai where Sachin came out for Mumbai and him and uh, as crazy as it sounds Sanjay Manjrekar took Shane one to the cleaners and they won the game against Australia in four days yes so it is unbelievable. So coming back now to India, you give me that. So India, Pakistan, right? So who are your four teams who would make it to the thing? I think my dark horses this time would be Sri Lanka and New Zealand. Yes, I know Sri Lanka lost to Namibia. So but I would definitely be in the first top four. There is no dark horse. But 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 do not do not count out Sri Lanka knocking out a couple of doing a couple of upsets because it's a very strange team. Like Sri Lanka's, Sri Lanka's team actually reminds me of their pre-96 World Cup team where they had two to three very good players. You know, in Murlidhar and Jaisuriya and things like that. Similarly, they have Rajapaksa, Vanindu Hasaranga and people like that. And another team that I would not uh, uh, count out is uh, South Africa. Even though people are writing it off, but you you will see. some. I think South Africa is weirdly motivated to do well this time because no one's taking them seriously. Yeah, I... Top four, it's a favorite question and I answer, I answer it, but I, I can't say what the top four are going to be because essentially everyone, this is, except, unfortunately, I have to say except India. If, if I if I would, if I would, if, see, when I say top four, I usually see which are the teams which have the core things worked out. Now, yeah. Of course, it's a, it's a random thing, right? So, but yeah. who have no noticeable uh, problems? India has all the noticeable problems in yeah. my opinion. Death and bowling, no Bumrah, no, no Jadeja. No, as, as, as I've said, it's it's the top three. See, the top three, um, it is the absolutely worst top three that you can have in my opinion. And I'll tell you why. I've said this also in my own podcast. Ah, so, and let's go into India-Pakistan also while you're talking. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. This is true for pa- the game against Pakistan most very much so. So hmm. what happens is that Pakistan's best bowler is a left-handed bowler, right? Hmm. All our top three are right-handed batsmen. Um, they're right-handed batsmen with a common problem. All of them have a problem against the ball coming in from hmm. a left hand. So Absolutely. they are the three. They essentially, if you if Shahin Shah Afridi could choose three batsmen to bowl to as one, hmm. two, three, you would pick hmm. Gail Rahul, Rohit Sharma, and Virat. <laughs> and we send them one, two, three, straight to him when he's at when he has the new ball. So there is like, this to me just blows my mind. There's a very simple way to have gotten around this, which is too late to do, which is to open with Surya Kumar Yadav, to open with Rishabh Pant, to take, to have a right left-handed guy who takes yeah. the length that Shine Shafridi has off. Because the thing with Surya Kumar Yadav is he doesn't play conventional cricket shots, right? So he's yeah. a 360 player. Shine Shafridi struggles against that. Shine Shafridi is very good against conventional batsmen like KL Rahul, who's as That is why Matthew Wade hit those three sixes. Two of them actually came behind. That is the ball. He cannot bowl against left-handed guys with 
left handed guys like rishabh pant rishabh pant yeah and right handed guys like surya kumar yadav and we yeah. either don't play rishabh pant or play him at a spot we played surya kumar yadav at number 4 where the game has already been decided either way by the top 3 oh. so the top 3 is wrong it has always been wrong for the last 2 years you cannot play t20 in this day and age with people like kl rahul rohit sharma and virat kohli the where they are in their careers right now i'm not saying at no point of time could they not have played so mm. i just think you can, that is for me the big bowling and all it is it is there it has always mm. been there in, in a india versus pakistan game i would never say that india will out bowl pakistan Pakistan will always have the better bowling side, and but India will always outfield Pakistan. <laughs> I mean, you can also have the better batting side. We don't even have, the Pakistan's main problem is they have only two good batsmen, but the but the problem is those two good batsmen virtually never fail together. That is the big problem. And, and so, not just that, Mohammad Rizwan has the most in, like he has been doing to India what Sachin has done to Pakistan in World Cups. Sadly, he's been doing to like many teams. He's been doing to many. No, no, teams. I know, I know, but but to India in the last three times he has like an average of sixty or sixty-five against us, which in T20 is insane. That means he's an average of fifty or sixty every no, game. The Mohammad Rizwan's amazing shot is he sweeps fast bowlers. right yeah so he he can sweep fast bowlers so he you need that kind of batting in t20 because t20 bowling is essentially you know they have a plan they have a plan on every ball and they hit those lengths and they bowl right boss so, and this is why i love i love the fact that we have uh, uh, uh what you may call mohammad shami is back in the team yeah i had i had asked for mohammad shami a long time ago i said see you in australia Mohammad Shami can lose you the game absolutely, but you will never be able to win games with a Harshal Patel. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like I was like they, they, when I said that you bring the guy from Gujarat, I meant from Gujarat Titans, not the guy from <laughs> Gujarat. They actually misunderstood. They didn't so, get the guy from Gujarat Titans, Mohammad Shami. They got the guy from Gujarat Harshal Patel. So you need in Australia, especially on those pitches. Now, honestly, I still feel that in tomorrow's game. india have a better so the 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 best possible way now i obviously want to reverse jinx india i want india to win but india's the best outcome is india get on to a batting paradise if melbourne to if melbourne the pitch is a batting paradise like hmm. and india get get bat first hmm. which is which in australia is is usually good hmm. if india bat first on a batting paradise that is the that is the best thing that india can do the only way india wins against pakistan in my opinion is india bat first put up a 180 plus total and then basically put the pressure on the pakistani batting pakistan's batting after the two first two guys nothing great to talk about mm. so if you if you can just put that pressure on because otherwise if you give if you india chasing I don't think India can chase. India can chase. Oh, I agree with you, Kamal. Given the top three that we have, and you know, I just don't think we we can chase. No, I agree with you because I think the 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 thing is, and honestly speaking, our best option, if if Virat has to play, is Rohit and Virat to open, or and Surya at three, Hardik no, at four. They won't and, change anything. The, no, the, they won't. But I'm just telling you that we can play two out of Rohit, Rahul, or Virat. Not three, like it just no, like for 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 me honestly, if it was an ideal thing, Rohit will play as the captain. You yeah. shouldn't play Rohit or you shouldn't play KL Rahul. You should open with Su- Surya Kumar or uh, with. I don't Surya. even mind Shikhar Dhawan to open the batting. I actually don't mind. I don't know why they don't like picking him because it's Shikhar is not. They consider it is too slow nowadays. Yeah, which is because because Virat because Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, and KL Rahul so aage laga dete hai. I mean, my because God. KL Rahul, I don't know why KL Rahul is not considered slow. KL Rahul is, you know, that's the the. I like KL Rahul. He's obviously I I love watching him bat. Very attractive batsman to watch, but he's not a he's not in Australia and all these places. He's not a twenty. But Harsha Bhogle had this beautiful line. He said that. Warner and Pant are better Test players than they are T20 players because a lot of games uh, shots that get them runs in Test matches actually get them out in T20s. 
because the 17 of 18 balls in because you know the, their style of playing is such na but warner but warner is won many ipl tournaments on his own he's the only guy who's won a tournament yeah yeah, yeah. no he's yeah. talking about now yeah so so you, he's right in many ways sevag for instance was has a bad like his his test match mm-hmm. record is nowhere close to his t20 record right you would think mm-hmm. his t20 record would be better but it wasn't it's right that there are some players who are the thing is that the, they they're conventional players who score fast it's the abd villiers and chris gills who are the beasts beast uh, absolutely i agree and, totally and then now yesterday you saw somebody like finn allen see those shots were not see the way finn allen played those shots none of those guys would play those shots absolutely finn allen just came out his bounce weight part the strength of 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 those shots were just I just hope that he the the only person and his, if his technique was a little better if his technique was a little better who I've seen in India who plays those shots is Prithvi Shaw but his technique yeah. is suspect but wo jo lagta hai na thak karke when he hits the ball I mean it is Prithvi, unbelievable to watch Prithvi Shaw is again I think again Prithvi Shaw needs to work on his fitness and Does technique it, yeah technique I think it I think there was somewhere which was It's not Virat Kohli, but I think once his fitness comes in, I think his technique will become better. I think Maybe. some of his technical problems are posture problems, which is why. Uh, which is why Sehwag, right? no, no, which is why Sehwag was one of a kind. I don't know. He was not at all what these yo-yo test players are. He, you know, he would enjoy, but my God, his hand-eye no. coordination. Virat Kohli, see, the problem with Sehwag and Vivian Richards. both is that they play purely on muscle memory and hand eye coordination they don't have technique even richards didn't have technique but their yeah. but their hand eye coordination was so freakish that it didn't matter they yeah. were so good but the problem with players like that is that their uh, their form just precipitously goes down they reach a place where the moment that fine tuning with age goes it's a fine line immediately their game falls to pieces it happened to richards it happened to vera suseva sachin mm-hmm. on the other hand played for years after mm-hmm. his timing had gone off right his 2003 that sydney innings was the official start of his late sachin career where he just mm-hmm. stopped where he just became a different he didn't he was no longer the sachin we grew up seeing but as i said he used to give light at that point of time I, Uh, no no and and if sachin has ever been god level it is that 37th year of his batting in 2010 when he scored a double and just kept hitting hundreds for fun see, because it just was unbelievable we compare him with kohli and you see the difference right kohli was considered as good as sachin but here's what happens there is a time when when you are young it doesn't matter but your real class comes out when you when you lose that hand eye coordination and then you have to live on other things Sachin yeah. had so many other things that he could he could live on. Look at mm-hmm. Gale. Gale, you think is hand-eye coordination, but he isn't. Also, Gale yes, has Gale's at least in my opinion the hand. See, he's he still he's what forty-two some 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 ridiculous age, right? He obviously cannot play cricket, but anymore. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he can still he can still like even two years ago he could still from time to time play like Gale of old. it tells you something i i doubt where kohli will be able to play like that any no, no he can't and you can see that with this those elevated extra cover shots or those phenomenal pull shots that he was bashing mitchell johnson you know i for anyone who gets a chance like because we were thankfully we used to get uh, uh, local broadcasting right uh, in us you get like australian like channel 9 coverage so when channel 9 was actually good you know bill lorry tony greg and richie beno I, i remember this is mcg where mitchell johnson was smashing it and bill lorry was calling and he was going ballistic and then then because tony greg is his friend right so it's like this reminds me of um, uh, doug walter smashing tony greg in the boxing day test match but that was rubbish bowling this is a great <laughs> fast bowler <laughs> and virat kohli is absolutely murdering him and i remember like mitchell johnson had been smashed for like 100 runs in like 16 overs or some some crazy thing like that so that kohli that where you know dekhne ko man karta hai that but i will 
end this this one part with one devil's advocate point if there is any country on this planet where virat kohli can get back to form it is australia let's yeah. not forget sachin was out of completely out of form when he got to australia it took australia that is one similarity between virat kohli and sachin they love playing the aussies in australia that's that's why i said the pitch has to be a batsman's paradise if the pitch is swinging that's mm. where where india was like shot out for 37 that kind of a pitch then it's a problem but if it's a good batting pitch in australia where the ball comes there's a good bounce and carry it's not too mm. big then yes that's where rohit sharma becomes comes into play that's where even kl rahul comes into play that is where at least this batting can survive i believe australia yeah. is the best place for india to play in this day and age i don't think even india is that good a place for, <laughs> for, for some of the indian batsmen that we have. one one last question before i let you go do you think we play ashwin in this world cup at all or no no because i think if the wicket ter- turns we play both ashwin and chahal if we play if we play one spinner it has to be yuzvendra chahal plays all games i think the main problem that i have with t20 is with ashwin is his fitness his fielding ah. it comes back to that very controversial statement of dhoni that he made i can't play all three in australia on on australian grounds hmm. australia the ball you, it's a different kind of it's a different kind of fielding experience and dhoni was absolutely hmm. right you need to have like super fit guys in mm. on those fields you can't be carrying and we are already carrying a few like rohit sharma is going to be carried is mm. not the captain is not going to be dropped so I, I, ashwin is ruled out by virtue of that in my opinion you just can't have two of them in the field fascinating well we'll see uh, how it goes out but arnab this has been a pleasure as always thank you so much we've gone a little bit over time but it's always great chatting with you maybe after the world cup and before the india australia series we'll do a preview again or something and yeah. but thank you for all the fantastic work you've done uh, our recommendations for our recommendations i would recommend please read arnab's work and watch the show that we talked about and as arnab said watch every other thing on mx player and tell him let him know how I'm just joking. I I'm just mentioning watch Bobby Deol in Ashram and watch how badly he can ham and and what passes off for good work. I'm I'm kidding of course. Uh, don't take us seriously guys. We we have too much fun doing this podcast. But do read the books. Do watch the games. Uh aapka homework ye ye hafte ke liye yahi hai watch all the T20 World Cup games and let us know how it is. I want to secret I'm good secretly also rooting for Ireland to do well except for when they play India. Um I really want the team to do well because Irish cricket had got to a very good point and then they faltered and they had a very heartbreaking loss last time. They have a fantastic team like he they almost beat us twice like in two games when India played Ireland in Ireland Harry Tector is a gem of a player he's 22 and he has this amazing game he's the guy who hit 100 against us so let's hope he does it but uh, thank you once again Arnab for joining this has been great thank you for having me and guys please follow Arnab he's at, at @greatbong on Twitter please like share subscribe please follow his podcast let us know how you think in the comments we'll be back next week with more till then it's goodbye from mindmakers and thank you for joining in